coming up on this episode of Coordinated. Yeah, the person that that had my position before I, I took it over, he was he was a little bit overrated. Uh, he did leave he did leave some pretty good notes for me though. So I do have to, you know, if we're being completely honest here, uh, I do have to express gratitude for the the notes that that he left me to you know do my job. Since 1955, the College Board's Advanced Placement Program has delivered excellence in education to millions of students worldwide through over 18,000 AP programs. And in each of those AP programs, there's an important role that's often a little behind the scenes. But not today. Today, we shine the spotlight on the AP Coordinator. And who are AP Coordinators? Well, I believe AP Coordinators are dedicated, motivated, and of course, coordinated. I am Derek Cometa, and this is Coordinated. Thanks for joining us for a series of conversations with experienced and incredibly talented AP coordinators. This school year, more than just about any in recent history, presents some unique and unprecedented times for schools and AP programs. Perhaps, perhaps there is no better time to share our collective voices and perspectives. Period one, dedicated. In a sometimes crowded world of private and independent schools, it can be hard to, well, it can be hard to stand out in a crowd. Standing tall in Silicon Valley, specifically San Jose, California, we find the Harker School. The Harker School is one of the largest independent institutions on the West Coast. And with a relatively young high school that only had its first graduating class in 2002, their acceleration to success and world-class status has been nothing short of phenomenal. And to make it all happen, especially when it comes to the AP program, it takes teamwork. So to kick off our conversation today, we shine the AP coordinator spotlight on Troy Teeley. Troy is the Director of Standardized Testing and Scheduling. He's also a former AP teacher, frequent contributor to the AP coordinator community, and, as we're about to find out, not afraid to hand out a red card when needed. Troy Teeley, welcome to Coordinated. Hey, thanks for having me, Derek. Uh, I do have to warn you about that red card. Due to the pandemic, I haven't been able to use it a lot lately, so I might have to display it if you get out of line or if you ask too many tough questions for me. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for keeping me in check, and thanks for making the time today. And Troy, I am cheating a little bit with your background because you and I have been friends and colleagues for many years now. So I, I do happen to know that San Jose is not originally your home. However, I do not know what brought you to the Bay Area. 
Well, Derek, uh, I'm, I'm a proud Wisconsinite, born and raised in northern Wisconsin and, and Wausau, uh, most known for its insurance companies. Uh, but, uh, you know, I grew up in, in the Midwest and went to college in, in a small college in, in Dubuque, Iowa, called Loris College, go Dewhawks. And uh, my very last year of college, I had an opportunity to do a summer internship, uh, actually in Massachusetts. And it was my first time outside of the Midwestern bubble and just kind of opened my eyes to the fact that there was more to the world that I kind of really wanted to see. So interestingly enough, when it came time to look for a real job and college graduation was upon me, I started uh, looking and applying to schools in New England because I really liked that area. But kind of on a whim, I had always said I was going to live in California when I was a little kid. And so I applied to some schools in California, and they actually uh, came calling and asking for interviews sooner. And so uh, by a weird twist of fate, I ended up in the Bay Area. It's definitely a lovely place and, and definitely made my home here and feel like I'm a Californian. Uh, I, as far as teaching goes, uh, I've taught both AP Calculus and then at Harker, I, I taught AP Statistics and also was a AP Statistics reader for many years. And uh, it's just, it's, it's an amazing place to work. Uh, just the community of, of learners and, and those colleagues that I work with, uh, you know, as, as you well know, they're top notch. And uh, it's, it's a humbling experience, but it's one that I'm very grateful to be a part of every day. And now you are currently the director of standardized testing and scheduling, which includes, of course, being the AP coordinator. And time, time flies. It's been a little over uh, three years since you were last in the classroom. And I, I happen to know that timeline quite well because you, um, let's see, how can I say this? You very effectively replaced the slacker who had the job before you. Yeah, the person that that had my position before I, I took it over, he was he was a little bit overrated. Uh, he did leave he did leave some pretty good notes for me though, so I do have to, you know, if we're being completely honest here, uh, I do have to express gratitude for the the notes that that he left me to you know do my job. Uh, our listeners might guess by now, Troy, that uh, based on our sarcastic banter, that you actually now excel in the position that I vacated when I joined the college board. And while my ego might wish that I was missed a little bit more by the Harker School, from what I can gather, things have not missed a beat. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting role and, and it's one that, that I'm very grateful for the, the information you left behind to, to help me kind of make that transition. Uh, but I basically have two roles. You know, one is the director of standardized testing, which in large portion entails me being an AP coordinator. But I also do all of the uh, master scheduling for the high school. Um, so that's creating the master schedule and then doing all the initial student uh, student teacher schedules for you know our high school, which is about 800 students. Um, and then kind of unique to our school setting, you know, based upon what I hear from other AP coordinators is uh, uh, I'm also the person through whom all the student schedule changes come, uh, not the counselors as you would typically see, I think, in a lot of a lot of school settings. So I remember that last part, doing all the student schedule changes. That is a lot of work. Scheduling classes for 800 students is no joke. However... It definitely makes keeping AP registration and ordering, keeping that in sync with your student information system, it makes that a little bit easier. 
Yeah, you're right. Uh, on both accounts, it is a very challenging endeavor to do the scheduling. Uh, we have a wide array of, of curricular offerings that our students can take. And uh, so that, that makes it a pretty challenging uh, puzzle to put together a lot of times. And our counselors and administrators are still actively involved in the process of student schedule changes. Um, I, I like to definitively call myself the button pusher. So because I'm the one who actually makes the change <laughs> in the student information system, uh, you know, again, listening to other AP coordinators, sometimes they feel fortunate if they find out a student schedule change has been made. Uh, I know when it's been made because it doesn't get made unless I process it. So that makes keeping, uh, you know, the registration ordering system in tune with our SIS a, a, a much easier process, no doubt. And Troy, in your introduction, I joked uh, that you do not mind handing out red cards and that actually refers to something you do outside of school. Yeah, uh, I've been a, I've been involved heavily with soccer since I was a very little little kid. First as a player, um, and then as a coach. It's actually kind of what got me into high school teaching in the first place. Um, and then you know, as as other things have kind of come up in my life, you know, and the coaching piece was was difficult to pursue. I became more seriously involved in the refereeing side of things. And interestingly enough, I've been able to be far more successful in that endeavor than either playing or coaching. And so, you know, I'm, I'm able to be a uh, a part of Division One college sports. The red card piece, for, for people who don't know it, uh, it's basically it's a visual cue that somebody has been dismissed from the game, usually for bad behavior. Um, and so there's a little bit of a disciplinary element to that. And so that's that's why, again, you've towed the line pretty well so far today, Derek, but if you do get out of line, I, I do have it right <laughs> here in my pocket, ready to, ready to display. Well, I assume that no red cards are handed out during AP exams. Maybe a few IR reports, though. <laughs> no, there's been no red cards, but but there are always a, f a few IRs, no matter how hard we try to avoid them, definitely. It's an elusive goal. And speaking of goals, uh, everyone, today uh, the title of our episode is Teamwork. So after a quick break, we'll hear from two of Troy's colleagues and talk about some of the ways school administration teams up to support one of the top performing AP programs in the world. Hi, AP Coordinators. I'm Carrie Larison. And I'm Carrie Franz. We moderate the AP Coordinator community. This is a free online platform that connects over 6,000 AP Coordinators from around the world. One of the primary uses for the community is to host coordinator-related conversation and collaboration. Many coordinators feel all alone at their schools and do not share the role or have an assistant. Right, and the opportunity to engage with other AP coordinators, especially around best practices, is so helpful. Plus, I like to validate that what I'm doing is correct or that I haven't missed any important tasks. New coordinators learn a lot just by seeing what is asked and answered, and even experienced coordinators have been learning a lot of new things these past few years. Yeah, here's a good example. Recently, there was a collaborative exchange between experienced coordinators. The topic? How often everyone submits updates to their AP exam orders and AP registration and ordering. I thought this was an excellent discussion. Some coordinators do this every time they make an update, and others less often. It was great to see all the thoughtful comments and suggestions from our peers because there ended up being really good reasons for each option. In this case, there's more than one right way to get the job done. 
By now, you may be wondering, how do we access this community? Just go to apcommunity.collegeboard.org to get started and request your free membership. Again, that's apcommunity.collegeboard.org. And once you're in, you can choose a setting that allows you to receive a daily digest of all activity. This is so convenient since it's sent directly to my school email address. And this year, more than ever, we think it's important to be part of the AP Coordinator community. Together, we'll continue to find the best ways to support AP programs at our schools. Thanks, everyone. We look forward to coordinating with you. Period two, motivated. All right, we're back and joining me now are Jennifer Gargano, assistant head of school, and Butch Keller, upper school division head. Jennifer, can we start with a little background? Maybe you can share some information about your leadership role at the Harker School? Of course. Well, thank you, Derek, for having us today, and thank you for asking. I coordinate our academic programs between our five divisions and four campuses. Now, the value of attending a K-12 school is that all programs, academic or otherwise, are well articulated and build productively from one grade to the next. As such, that coordination is really an important aspect of my job. The key to doing this well now is finding the most talented and dedicated teachers who know their subjects well and have a talent in communicating that knowledge to students. To that end, I also oversee faculty hiring as well as coordinating professional development opportunities, both outside of and within Harker. And what can you share with us uh, about the Advanced Placement Program at Harker? Since the AP program really is a national curriculum developed with the colleges, it does really serve as a great opportunity for our students to better understand how their skills and their knowledge may be relevant in a college environment and how their skills may compare to other college-bound students. Now, in most of our departments, especially in math, computer science, and classical and foreign language, we also offer post-AP courses. These niche-like post-AP courses often focus on building upon skills and content that is introduced in the AP courses. And knowing how, uh, how important the AP program is at Harker, uh, let's chat some more in just a moment uh, about some specific ways that you help to support Troy, your AP coordinator. And now, Butch, thank you so much for your patience, sir. Let's bring your part of the team into the conversation now. For, for context, in many ways, your position is, I guess, somewhat similar to a high school principal. Would that be fair to say? Hi, Derek. Thanks for having us on the show. Um, yeah, I would say that's, that's fair. Depending on the audience, I'm either the upper school division head or the principal. And either way, right, no matter what your title is, supporting the AP program, it is a constant part of your job all year long. And I'm, I'm hoping that you could share something specific that you have implemented to help support your AP program. Absolutely. As you well know, when I arrived at Harker 14 years ago, the AP coordinator at that time had everything running very smoothly. <laughs> um, I hope he did. I hope he did. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, he made it easy for me. One of the immediate changes we made, however, was to include the AP coordinator, you, as a member of our academic council. 
academic councils can vary from school to school. But here, the academic council consists of the head of school, the assistant head of school, Jennifer, the academic dean, head librarian, director of college counseling, and every one of the department chairs. This is a time for a larger group to discuss everything academic from nuances in everyday academic life to AP classes and exams. You proved to be a very valuable addition to this group. Yes, uh, I'm not sure about how much value I added, but I do remember those meetings. And I definitely appreciated being in the loop, especially when it involved AP students uh, or, of course, AP teachers. And speaking of, of which, I also distinctly remember your support with the faculty around proctoring AP exams. From the beginning, Derek, it's, it's really important for all of us to realize the, the magnitude of administering AP exams. As everyone listening knows, the two weeks of exam administration only goes as well as the year-long preparation. To administer AP exams at the most efficient level takes manpower. And thankfully, every member of our faculty realizes this and leans in to help our AP coordinator proctor exams, whether they teach AP classes or not. Of course, you know, those teaching the AP classes don't proctor until their AP is, is completed. Butch, I wanted to um, take a moment to bring up one other thing that it, it might have seemed, you know, maybe small and easy for you, but it actually had a huge impact for me uh, with all the students during AP testing. I am referring to silent bells. You allowed us to turn off the bells on campus during AP testing. You're right in that it was logistically easy to do. And once you made the case for it, why it was important, it's really an easy call. The AP teachers really support it as well. Yeah, anything to help students stay focused during the AP exam is so important. Not having, uh, not having those bells going off constantly during the AP exam session was was really uh, it was a blessing, and, and Butch, my my next question might be might be a tough one, but how has Harker adapted to the pandemic this year? Of course, our audience is interested in anything specifically related to AP. Well, I think in any school, Derek, and and I, 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 this is one thing I know you'll agree on that. If you're an AP teacher, you're among the most dedicated teachers on any staff. They're always conscious of covering uh, material, but especially in a pandemic, I think it's been a big concern. Uh, and this year certainly was no different. We have been teaching 100% remotely since March of last year. We're doing everything we can to make sure everyone is on track with all of their curriculum coverage. We even replaced the final exams for this semester with class time. Uh, because there was a lot of concern that teaching remotely, we weren't able to cover all of the content. So we replaced those exams with, with time so we could cover as much content as possible. The AP teachers are doing great, though, Derek. Uh, they're using AP Classroom and the AP Daily videos, just to name a few. And they're utilizing the multitude of resources that are available to them. And lastly... Uh, I want to share something that I, I'm hoping will resonate with our listeners today. You know, testing weeks are crazy. <laughs> I wandered all over campus from before sunrise until way after students had left for the day. 
I appreciated how you never once let me walk by without asking me if I was doing okay or asking if I needed anything. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure that I, I never said how much I appreciated that, um, but I did. So I'm saying it now. Thank you. <laughs> better, better late than never. Well, you're certainly welcome. I, I, as I, I talked about earlier, it's the, the magnitude and, and the just the getting this done in, in the two week period takes uh, an ultimate professional. And, and you're always were that person. So why would I not go out and, and check on you to make sure that you had everything you needed? Um, and I think you used the word wandering. Uh, you were running. Let's not let's not forget that. <laughs> I don't think you ever walked from place to place those two weeks. Uh, you definitely got it, your steps in. Yeah, uh, it was it was a bit of running, that's for sure. And Jennifer, uh, you are also uh, a key part of the teamwork at Harker. And I'd like to ask, what's the first thing that comes to mind when uh, for you when it comes to supporting the AP program from from your role and your perspective? That's a great question, Derek. I don't know if it's the first thing I think of, but one of the things that's really important to keep in mind that as a private school, we have to make sure that all of our students have equal access to all of our programs. And that includes AP. We are a school where families do pay tuition, but we also have students who receive financial aid. So we have to make sure that if needed, students have the financial support of the school to take AP tests for all the AP courses in which they are enrolled. So Jennifer, at the Harker School, you have some students uh, who do qualify for uh, financial aid or financial support, fee reductions, let me say that correctly, fee reductions through the College Board. But you have other students who do not qualify for fee reductions, but could still use some additional help, right? That, that, that can be the case as well. Yes, that can be the case. And we as a school will work with families to make sure that the cost is never a deterrent from participating in the programs that we offer. We make sure students are never held back from taking AP courses that may fully actualize their talents. We never want financial challenges to ever, ever be a reason a student does not take an AP course or an AP exam. And speaking of, of finances and, and budget, I also really appreciated and I know I'm going to risk sounding uh, super spoiled right now. Uh, I also appreciated your approval to hire a part-time assistant uh, to help with the, the busiest times in, uh, for the AP program. We were so lucky to recruit a retired AP coordinator from a nearby school to come help us. I agree. We were lucky. Hiring Andy Dworak worked out so well, and we are extremely lucky to have him. One of the things we pride ourselves in doing at Harker is really trusting those we work with. So when the idea of the assistant was brought up as a real need, particularly as our program continued to grow, we knew because you brought it up, it really must be a necessity. And so we worked really hard to ensure that that need was met. Now, we feel such a responsibility to our students. They work so hard to thrive on these exams that we feel it's so important that we support the program in any way that we can to ensure their skills can be fully actualized. And also, hiring someone like Andy to provide that redundancy and someone who knows the ins and outs of how we proctor and educate our students about the process is really essential to the long-term success of our program. 
Definitely. Having that extra help made a huge difference for me. I remember that quite vividly. Uh, I also remember a few other times when I came to you with my uh, proverbial handout asking for a little more budget. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but with your approval, we bought those giant, like four foot wide clocks. So all students testing in the gym, which is a, a big space, all students could easily see the time no matter where they were seated in the gym, even if they were in the, in the back row or in the corner. And of course, we, we also bought uh, several years ago uh, those digital recorders for, to use during the world language testing and for music theory students as well. And man, I just remember, <laughs> I remember those giant clocks because they were awesome and they made a huge difference year after year. Yes, I remember that too. And I agree that it was really important to support that. Now, since that time, we actually decided to purchase iPads also to replace those digital recorders. As you know, our teachers work so diligently to prepare the delivery of the curriculum. The students, they work incredibly hard to fully absorb the knowledge and skills presented to them. And of course, Troy, our AP coordinator, puts it all together so that the students can, as easily as possible, showcase their knowledge on the day of the test. So as such, it's really our responsibility and my responsibility that if there are simple things we can do to make a big difference, we just do it. Jennifer, for the record, I also appreciated a few things that did not cost any money. For one, in our back-to-school faculty meetings at the start of each year, as, as a leader of the school, you spoke on the impact of the AP program. And it, it was not just sharing AP exam results, but you, you really also raised the entire AP program profile with the entire school. I think you talking about AP, you spending the time to express the importance of AP in front of everybody, not just the AP teachers, that, that definitely helped to establish a culture of teamwork and support, even for those who weren't directly involved in AP. And you did a great job as well, Derek, uh, when you spoke to the teacher. So I don't want to leave that out. And Troy continues to do that now. But I'm so glad that you felt like that time reaped the benefits that we hope to achieve. What is the other thing? Well, the other thing, I guess I really have to thank both you and Butch because it's kind of a big thing that impacted everyone. Uh, and this is regarding the student attendance policy on AP exam day at the Harker School. And Jennifer, could you could you talk about that for a little bit? Yes, that was a large shift, at least when we initially made that change. Since a majority of the students at the Harker School take AP exams each year and often multiple AP exams, we as a school need to set the students up for success. We want them to be able to, of course, do their best. AP is such a long-term commitment for everyone, students, families, and teachers. As such, it's important that we affirm everyone's efforts by providing the necessary tools for the students to succeed. And part of that is just time. Right, right. We have a special attendance policy, as you well know, Derek, during AP exams to, to help support our students. If a student has an AP exam in the morning, they are not required to attend classes in the afternoon. Of course, they can choose to attend if they want, but it's not required. Many do attend classes if they have another AP exam coming up or if they don't want to miss the final review and preparation in that class. 
But attending class is optional. If a student has an AP exam in the afternoon, they do not have to attend their morning classes. And we believe this is really so impactful. It allows students to get a good night's sleep before their exam, and we are huge proponents of the benefits of sleep. And it allows students to go to get a good meal before their exam. Not having to attend morning classes on the day of an afternoon AP exam allows students to walk into the AP exam. Well, you know, they're fresh and focused. This can only help improve performance and reduce pre-exam stress. Exactly. That's so true, Butch. We have no data, of course, to confirm that this type of attendance policy actually improves performance, but intuitively it just makes sense. And it's important for their well-being. Additionally, I believe it is so essential for the students to see that we as a school make policies that prioritize their academic success and their well-being. That is, wow, that is really well said. And Jennifer and, and Butch, thanks to, to both of you for all that you do at the Harker School to help support your, your AP program and specifically, of course, Troy, your AP coordinator. In fact, we're going to talk more with Troy in just a moment. Well, thank you, Derek, so much for having us. Our AP program is so large and our students do quite well on the tests. That said, what I do hope your listeners take away from today is that this does not happen by doing any one thing. We are so blessed to have a strong team. We have a wonderfully dedicated and organized AP coordinator. Thank you, Troy. We also have teachers who care so deeply about our students, and they not only give 100% in the classroom, but they're also so cooperative, as Butch mentioned earlier. They are so willing to help Troy and the school in whatever way they can to ensure that the students can fully demonstrate their abilities and that the process of taking the test is smooth. We are also lucky to have administrators like Butch who understand the importance of our AP program and support the program so the students' efforts and time are affirmed. It sounds trite, I know, but it takes a village and a well-coordinated and caring village to support such a large AP program as ours. Well said, Jennifer. Thanks to the foundation that you built, Derek, and the continued excellence that Troy brings every day, we continue to be a highly efficient and well-coordinated team. Thanks for having us, Derek. Hello, AP coordinators. Karen Schultz here, AP coordinator at Newport High School near Seattle, Washington, with a quick pro tip to share. As we all know, this school year has brought about many new opportunities for us already, and I suspect that we'll have a few more on the way. I've been an AP coordinator for 20 years now. However, just like you, I am learning and experiencing many new things for the first time. To stay in the loop on the latest training and information for us AP coordinators, I suggest a few things. One, I've bookmarked collegeboard.org forward slash AP coordinator training in my web browser. That's where we find much of our support, including information about upcoming online training. Two, I made it a routine to check that web page often. I actually made a daily calendar reminder for this. Three, I subscribe to this show. In addition to the great coordinator stories and interviews, the show will be used in the spring to help support AP coordinators. The show will feature supplemental training, information, and best practices that we do not want to miss. Thanks for your time, everyone, and stay safe. Period 3. Coordinated. All right. We're back with 
superstar AP coordinator Troy Teeley. Troy, we've been talking about your AP program overall. Uh, how about if we share some specific details to add perspective for everyone? I know that the AP coordinator role at the Harker School comes with some pretty heavy-duty responsibility. Yeah, you could say that again. I really, there's there's two things that I think of when I think about the responsibilities that and that come along with my role. First, our parent population places enormous value on student performance on things like AP exams. And so there's a lot of pressure from that component of our community to make sure that I provide the optimal testing environment for them to be successful on the AP exam. Understood. That makes sense. And the second reason? Well, our performance standards are, are pretty high. Um, you know, in a typical year, I would say about 97% of all of our AP exams uh, that are taken by our students, they earn a three or higher. Uh, it's actually 86% or so of our students earn a four or higher. And then also uh, about two thirds or 65% of our students actually earn fives on our AP exams. And, and those percentages are pretty consistent year over year. Troy, I, I want to take just a moment to repeat that for emphasis because they're pretty uh, pretty amazing numbers. On average, at the Harker School, about 97% of all AP exams taken each year earn a three or higher. 97%. And your your AP program is not small. We're talking about... Uh, over 1,700 or so exams each year in over 30 AP subjects. For most listeners, this is not exactly the real world. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not the real world, Derek, but uh, it's the world in which, which I live in as well as the world <laughs> in which our, which our teachers and students live in as well. Um, there's no doubt the expectations and the standards are very high in all facets of student and faculty life at our school. Um, and, and the students are definitely challenged. But, you know, and I kind of mentioned it earlier, uh, you know, it's a wonderfully supportive uh, environment on all accounts. And so while our standards for ourselves are high, uh, you know, we also support each other through that. And there's a full program of, of preparation and, and a wide variety of supports that are in place to help all of our students be successful. Right. So let's talk about that for a minute. What are your, what are your current numbers in terms of equity and access to help support everyone? Well, for this school year in particular, 97% of all of our seniors are taking at least one AP exam. Um, it's about 90%. I think the, the exact number is 89% of our juniors are taking at least one AP exam. And actually, uh, we have 83% of our sophomores taking at least one exam as well. So it's, it's, it's quite a few kids that are taking exams. Yeah, quite a few is right. That, that is, that's pretty much everyone. Yeah, like like you've said, it definitely it takes teamwork to to make this all work the way that it does for us. So, Troy, it it seems obvious to me at least that you are doing an amazing job with an amazing AP program. But I do <laughs> I do want to put you on the spot and ask: Is there anything that caught you off guard when you when you took on this AP coordinator role? Any any good stories to share from your first few years? 
Uh, do you want me to share a story about the AP Japanese exam needing extra tech help after the exam and also having to break the cellophane on those thumb drives? Uh, wow. Look at the clock, Troy. Time, time really <laughs> flies when you're talking with old friends. Uh, maybe we'll save that story for another time. And on a, on a serious note, though, you, you may have heard this year, AP Chinese and AP Japanese language and culture exams they're actually going to be administered on a new or through a new online exam application. So no more CDs, uh, much more information on that to come. Hey, uh, Troy, on a, on a very serious note, thank you so much for all that you do, my friend. I know the, the faculty, families, and administration, of course, at the Harker School, I know they all appreciate you very much. And, and I appreciate you making the time to be with us today. Hey, Derek, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This has been fun. Uh, chance to reconnect with you and, and kind of just discuss and, uh, you know, what, what we're so proud of at our AP program here at Harker. And, you know, your theme for this week's episode is obviously teamwork. I would definitely be remiss in uh, uh, not thanking another team that I think is, well, I know is definitely important to my life as an AP coordinator, but I'm sure that AP coordinators uh, worldwide feel the same way, and that's that's my family unit. So I'd like to thank my my beautiful wife, Lissa, and our lovely son, Skylar, uh, for the patience that they exude during AP t exam time, is in particular, you know, the last couple weeks of April and the month of May, you, as you well know, there's a lot of 16 to 20 hour days. And, uh, you know, that, that has a profound impact on our family. And, and it takes the patience of a loving wife and, and you know, also a, a, a great son that I'm not home at dinner time always and I'm not able to play hockey out in the driveway uh, for that period of time. And so, you know, I, I'm very grateful to Butch and Jennifer for what they do on the school level, but also to my family unit at home. So I, I think that that's an important team that I'd like to also express gratitude towards as well. Very well said, Troy. And, and yes, I think that message will resonate with many of our listeners. And Troy, this is our first opportunity on Coordinated to hear an independent school's perspective on our closing question. So Troy Teeley, superstar AP coordinator, what does being an AP coordinator mean to you? Well, Derek, you know, uh, obviously I listen to the podcast every week. And uh, when when you said that we were going to be coming on to this episode, I immediately tracked back to this question. I was like, oh my goodness, how am I going to answer that question? Because the, the answers that you've gotten so far from your guests are really profound. And they're also very student-centered and, and they're very, they, you know, they, they make you feel kind of inspired just by listening to them. You know, I I, I've, I'm not going to lie to you. I've had a couple of sleepless nights thinking about this because the reality is in my new role, uh, you know, I don't have face-to-face -face interaction with students on a daily basis. And so, you know, I, I, I don't know if I can capture what, what the, the amazing, you know, feelings that other people have towards being an AP coordinator. Having said that, though, you know, thinking about it today, you know, where you brought up some of my soccer refereeing experience, I think that there's a lot of parallels between being a soccer referee and, and being an AP coordinator and, and why I'm drawn to it. And it's really for me to serve kind of a critical role um, in, in a very challenging environment uh, where there's a lot of high expectations and, and really little room for error. And, and that's the, there's a pressure to it, and I know that's not always that positive, but there sure is a, a great feeling when, when the testing period is done and I've gone to the UPS store and I've got that little ticket in my hand that has all the tracking numbers 
from all those boxes and, and, you know, no, no fires happened or, you know, the ones that did happen proverbially, we were able to put out and, and know that students had a successful testing experience. And, and, you know, it's one that's, it's a role that's unheralded if we do it correctly, both as a referee and an AP coordinator, but just that, that silent personal satisfaction is really, you know, is very, is very special to me. And it's, it's something that I've really appreciated uh, since taking over this role as an AP coordinator. Our theme today is teamwork. And while teamwork does not always result in success at the incredible heights we find at the Harker School, it's hard to imagine the same level of success without it. As we heard, school administration is clearly working hand in hand with the AP coordinator to support all aspects of the AP program. And the results are amazing. By any measure, the Harker School is one of the top independent institutions on the West Coast. And by the tangible success featured through AP, they are one of the top AP programs in the world, both in terms of performance and equity and access. One AP coordinator, facilitating teamwork with great AP teachers and school administration, making a difference for all students, thriving in a model AP program. Indeed, modeling what it means to be coordinated. Coming up next time on Coordinated. Imagine this. You have the opportunity to be a counselor and AP coordinator at the same high school you attended as a student. A chance to work with some of the same teachers who used to grade your papers and give you those, uh, those progress reports. Would you pursue that job or run away as fast as you can? Our next conversation takes us to sunshine-filled Southern California to hear from superstar AP coordinator Carly Suge. We're excited to share this journey that takes Carly from AP coordinator at one school to AP coordinator at a second school to, well, is the third time the charm? Find out next week on Coordinated. Thank you for listening to our show. Coordinated is written, recorded, designed, and produced by Derek Cometa. Our executive producer is Bill Lankenau. Additional vocal support by AP coordinators Leslie Ladd and myself, Carly Suge. Artwork is by Amy O. She is enjoying AP drawing and three other AP courses at Savannah Arts Academy. Our theme music is Good As Gold by Jackie Ray, former AP music theory student at Oakton High School. For more information on AP coordinators, visit collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training. That's one word, collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training. And my personal thanks go to Jim Cluley, Terry Redekin, and all my colleagues at the College Board for allowing me to connect with my favorite people in all of education. 
And on a quick personal note, please allow me a moment to publicly express my thanks to both Jennifer Gargano and Butch Keller, two of our special guests today. I spent nearly two decades of my professional life teaming up with you. There's a saying that goes something like, it doesn't seem like work if you enjoy what you are doing. And you too, through all your support, your guidance, and incredible leadership, well, you made the time easy to enjoy. And AP coordinators, we help make the teamwork happen. And for that reason, and many more, we are good as gold. Oh